Oh no, I almost just fell. Okay. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of my podcast, Sorry I'm Rambling. The podcast that has everything you weren't looking for and more. Each episode is going to have a little bit of everything and a whole lot of chaos. And oh my gosh, guys, I just want to quick say thank you so much for the support over the past few weeks and stuff or the past few episodes. We are at double digits. I know that's not really like that big of a milestone, but for me personally, it is, especially with how much support I'm receiving from the very beginning of the podcast. Genuinely, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So double digits. Awesome. Hopefully we'll hit triple digits at some point. Keep it going. Uh, But yeah, for now, thank you so much for supporting me as I continue making this podcast. Anyways, last week we talked about some quarantine crafts with my good friend Becca, aka Meso Soup. If you want to, go ahead and jump over to that episode, but you totally don't have to listen to it to understand today's episode, which is all about the farts, aka the fine arts, and my experience with them in high school. Now before we get into that part of high school, time for Tales from an AP Chemistry Student. I'm doing jazz hands if you can't pick it up from the silence. But anyways, now AP Chemistry was absolutely amazing. I loved my teacher and my student teacher. A lot of people didn't love my student teacher as much as I did, but we'll get into that, of course. But here are a few short stories about those people and all of my experiences in AP Chemistry kind of summed up into this. So the first thing I want to talk about, I will say to preface, is my teacher, unfortunately, uh, she did have cancer and she passed away. So she wasn't really like in a lot during like my junior year, which is when I took AP Chemistry. She'd be in and out because the administration was just like, yeah, you can come and go as you need. Like she would get sick quite often or she just wouldn't feel well in the morning. And AP Chemistry was like second or third period. So sometimes she just wasn't there, but she'd be there in the afternoon and stuff. But yeah. Anyways, absolutely loved her, though. She was amazing. She's the whole reason I'm doing chemistry, genuinely, in college. She really made me love chemistry. But anyway, so one day she was there while we were all in class for AP Chemistry. And normally our student teacher would be teaching and stuff. Um, And this time was no exception. Our student teacher was teaching the lecture that day. And uh, what is it? My teacher, she was just hanging out at her desk. She was grading some lab reports probably, or some tests or whatever. And so we're all just kind of like chilling. We finish up the notes. I think we had some extra credit that we were doing, or we had time to work on some problems that were due at the end of the week for a test. And we're all hanging out and it's near the end of the semester, uh, like my spring semester. And somebody was like, C stands for chemist, because that's all I need to get. I just need to get a C, because Cs get degrees. And then people kept going on with it, and this one girl was like, yeah, B stands for better chemist, and A stands for amazing chemist. And then somebody was like, well, what does F stand for? And then my teacher, I love her, she chimes in, and she's like, F stands for find a better career. And she just says it, and smiles, and she like, So sometimes she would laugh, but, like, she'd smile, and then she'd, like, drop open her mouth, (laughs) and then we would all start laughing, and that's when she started laughing. Oh my gosh, I was like, period, queen, period. But then an even funnier incident with that same teacher, oh my gosh. So we were talking about, so in AP Chemistry, there was, like, only, like, eight of us, nine of us. Some of us dropped out, uh, but... 
there was like only like a couple of us so we were all like super close like she knew us pretty well and like it was a very chill atmosphere because we literally just had the one period but so we're talking about signing up for classes then uh for next year it was like probably like end of february like middle of february because that's around the time when we would sign up for classes and we're talking about it and we were like so how many people signed up for ap chemistry next year and she's like well it says about 30 right now and we're like oh my gosh that's that's so much compared to our tiny class of like less than 10 people. That's a big jump. And she, she was like, yeah, like I don't really want that to happen because that means we're going to have to have two class periods for it. And I don't want to have to have two separate lab nights and do two separate sets of lab reports. It's just going to be so much work. And then on top of that, usually people drop at the beginning of the semester. So then I'm just going to have two classes when it could have just been one class from the beginning. And then somebody was like, well, I'm sure some people will drop before school begins. And she just goes, fingers crossed. We all just busted out laughing so hard that our chemistry teacher was like, I hope people drop AP chemistry. Like, oh my gosh. Again, just absolutely loved her. She was 10 out of 10. Absolutely amazing. My sister said she didn't like her when she had her, but, like, she just, I don't know, she was so fun, she was so bubbly. I think she was probably had a very different personality when my sister was being taught, but she was just so fun, and she really made you, like, learn it, and it was great. I loved her so much. I hope I can be even half the teacher she was someday, uh, if I ever do go into teaching. But another story, um, so my student teacher... Uh, she just didn't give a crap. Uh, one time she was just eating a plain bagel. She didn't toast it. She, there was no cream cheese. And that's okay. You can do that. But she didn't, um, she didn't, like, separate the bagel. So she was just eating this whole bagel. And I'm pretty sure it was just a, a regular plain bagel. So it was just straight up bread. Just dense bread. And she's just eating it as she's passing out, like, tests or, like, lab reports or something that have been graded. And I was like, excuse me, miss... I'm not going to say her name. Um, are, you, are you just eating a plain bagel? And then she always would just, like, it was so funny. Because she's just this tiny little lady. And she would just always squint her eyes at you when she was upset or something. Or She just had a lot of sass. There was a lot of sass in her. If you ever hear this, hi, you know who you are. You know who you are. I hope she hears this someday because I love her so much. But, like, I was like, are you just eating a plain bagel? And she's like, what about it? <laughs> I was like, I'm just wondering. I'm just asking a question. Um, so then, that she just, she had that vibe. And then one day, so we were doing notes for AP Chemistry. She didn't even have to type up any of the notes. My, like, AP Chemistry teacher, she already had all the notes ready. Like, it was all good to go. And... <laughs> So she was just teaching the notes, and we just had to fill them in. And she's like, oh, I don't want to do this practice problem. I was like, um, I can just do it if you want me to. And she's like, yeah, Seth, you can just do it. I was like, okay. So I go up, and I literally teach how to do the problem. I literally just taught how to do it. I was like, okay, vibes. Vibes, I guess. And then... There was another problem, like, a few more slides later, like, probably, like, two or three less than that. And then she's like, ah. And then I, like, look over at my friend. Like, it was me and my friend. Uh, we're not as close right now, but I really want to, like, I'm going to reconnect with her. And we're going to, like, 
hopefully get lunch sometime soon. But anyways, uh, I, like, look over at her. I'm like, do you want to take this one? And then she's like, Miss, whatever her name was, uh, Miss, I'll just do the problem this time. And then so she goes up this time, and she teaches the whole problem. She teaches it. She writes it on the board. And she's like, okay. And then uh, Miss, what's her name, gets up. She's like, thank you. And then she said her name. I'm not going to dox my friend's name. Um, so, and then we were like, okay, so we'll expect to see part of your paycheck then, because we taught for part of the time. And she's like, ah, no. It was so funny. We really got on her nerves, but she loved us. I brought her uh, some breadsticks one time when we went to eat before we went to lab, because my labs were after school. And we just brought her some breadsticks, and she's like, oh, are those from... I don't know if it's local, so I'm not going to say it. And I was like, yeah, you want them? And she's like, oh, thank you. Thank you. She was so funny. Oh, my gosh. And also, one little, like, tag-on thing here. Every night before, like, a test, like, my friend, oh, my God, she was struggling. Like, she was hardcore struggling in chemistry. And now she's going into freaking, she wants to go into med school. I'm like, girl, if you're struggling in AP chemistry right now, I don't think you're going to do good in, like, your lead-up to med school. So, really hope she's doing okay, but I don't know if she's all there mentally right now. So, I don't really talk with her anymore because she's one of the people that I don't like anymore. <laughs> and she was one of the people I mentioned in the first ever episode of this. But anyways, so every night before it has, she, well, the day before or the two days before, she would message me and she'd be like, can you please help me sometime with the AP chemistry stuff? So I would literally sit, I would go to her house. Her house is like five, ten minutes away from me. I would drive to her house and we would just sit in her downstairs living room area. I can literally envision this right now. We sit on her couch and we literally would just go down the line of notes. And we would go down, so our teacher would, like, say, okay, this is going to be on the test. This, like, she would just have the test in front of her, and she'd go down and be like, these are the topics you need to know. And <laughs> she was like, like, we literally just went through each topic thing, and then we went through each thing on the notes and made sure she understood it. So I basically, like, retaught her AP chemistry, like, every single time we did that. And... It was just, I, I hope she's doing okay, because she definitely took chemistry this past year. I kind of want to, like, meet up with her, but, like, mm, the jury's still out on whether or not I want to reopen that can of worms. We'll see. I'll let y'all know. Or just, like, ask me, and I'll let you know if I've decided on it. And if enough of you ask me, I'm going to end up probably doing it. But anyways. And then, oh my gosh, so the night before a lab report was due, I'd always get a crap ton of Snapchat messages being like, mm, so what'd you say for discussion of theory on this one? I'm like, girl, I don't know. I just put something down that sounded correct. And I just didn't use the pronoun you or I or me. Like, just just do that and you'll still get, like, almost full points. Like, you're fine. Just d don't ask me about it. Like, I don't want to hear it. Okay, thank you. Now, enough of me being a chemistry teacher... Which, hopefully, I'll be a chemistry teacher in the future. Maybe we'll, like... Maybe that'll be another podcast episode. We'll, like, get into it all. Uh, time for me to be your English teacher. Because this week's book rec is The Westing Game by Ellen Raskin. Now, I read this book, like, all the way back in sixth grade. But I reread it about three to four years ago. 
This is a fun mystery novel with plenty of twists and turns and a totally unexpected ending. That still makes sense. Because I've found plenty of books that have had a plot twist at the very end that simply don't add up. But this one very much so does. If you look at all the clues in the book throughout the novel, you will get it. Like, I think... Oh, I thought I had it in my room over on my nightstand. I record these in my room, so it's just over there. But it's, like, not a long book. It's, like, 200, 250 pages. But there is so much happening in this book. Like, every single step of the way, there is a clue to be found, and there's a clue leading you to the right answer. There are so many little things. Like, in the very beginning, like, right away in the beginning, there is literally a clue of what the ending is supposed to be. There is a clue right in the beginning. But no one, no one ever catches it. No one ever catches it because it's just so discreet and Ellen Raskin just does such a good job that it's just absolutely amazing that you don't catch it. But when you look back at it, which they do look back at it in the movie at the very end when they're figuring everything out, they realize what happened and it's just so... You'll see what I mean if you ever read the book. And there also is a movie as well. So make sure you read the book though before you watch the movie because the movie like takes out so many like interesting parts so many important parts and they just kind of like smush it all into like an hour hour and a half so don't watch the movie first read the book first um but unfortunately the ending was spoiled for me but again that doesn't ruin the fun of this book and how interesting it was again so many twists and turns even if you know the ending you really want to figure out okay how did all these clues get left behind? How does this work? What is going on? So, like, with any other book rec, please let me know if you read it. But for this one specifically, please let me know if you can figure it out before the ending. Again, that's The Westin Game by Ellen Raskin, R-A-S-K-I-N. So please, 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 if you are going to read any of these, either read East of Eden or this one especially. You will not regret reading this one ever. Okay. Enough with the absolutely fabulous mystery novel that is The Westing Game. Now is the time where I set aside the script for the most part and be a bit more candid about today's actual topic. The farts. And what I did with them in high school. So, just a little bit of a preface here. If you didn't listen to the second episode, I think, of this podcast, Asleep Like Death, uh, don't you don't have to go listen to that one. That one is a bit more, like... Uh, like, melancholy and stuff. Again, we're talking about death, so it's not going to be, like, super upbeat. But nonetheless, in that episode, I talk about how my grandma is the reason that I learned piano. So I learned piano in, like, third grade. I started learning it. So already from, like, a young age, I was, like, getting really into, like, the musicality of things and stuff. Actually, I think I started in second grade, maybe. Either second or third grade. And, like, I was already into, like, music and stuff then once I went into fifth grade. And in fifth grade in elementary school where I went to, you could decide if you wanted to do band or not. And being, like, the music kid that I was and having an older sister that was in band in high school, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. So that's kind of, like, the preface leading in to that portion of the fine arts that I did. Also, fine arts, like, preface to, like, all of this I'm, like, including, like, is, like, band, anything, like, music, and anything with, like, speech, like, acting, all of that stuff, like, and then, like, also there's, like, art and, like, pottery and stuff, but I didn't do any of that, so we're not going to talk about that here, uh, but I know plenty of people that do, so I might end up talking about it a little bit, but I'm not going to go into detail because I don't really have any experiences, but nonetheless, 
So on top of band, I did speech team as well. And the reason I did that is my sister actually did speech team. And to be more specific, it was actually called oral interpretation. If you want to look it up, look up like nationals and stuff uh, of like oral interp. There's different categories. Let me see if I can remember all of them. So there's dramatic, humorous, uh, duo, readers theater, um, non-original oratory, original oratory, poetry, and performance, no, program oral interp, or people just call it POI because POI. I think that was it for oral interp. We'll, we'll get into like all that stuff and like what I did and all the fun things. So yeah, so my sister did oral interp in high school and she did absolutely amazing. Like she went to nationals junior and senior year. Like she went to like Maryland and Florida and she had like, they'd go like full week in the summer to these places where nationals were being held and they would go to like Disneyland. They'd go to all these different places it was so freaking cool. I never did any of that, but we'll get into it. But yeah, so now kind of leading into more of the fine arts. I did debate in seventh grade with a friend. I do not classify this as a fine art, but I don't class it as... It's kind of a sport, but really not a sport. You're not really doing a lot of physical activity. It's a lot of mental stability. But nonetheless, I'm not categorizing it in fine arts, but it is a step into them. It's like you're in the doorway, but like you're also like a step back from the doorway. And you can see inside, but like the door can easily be shut from your end. Yeah, so we're just like gonna, that it debates its own category. Um, so I did it in seventh grade with a friend and we low-key went off sometimes. Like we definitely like we were like a uh, novice is what they call it instead of like junior varsity it's novice novice and varsity are the two like categories for like debate and oral interp um and me and my friend we low-key killed it we did a public forum which was two person so there's lincoln douglas public forum and oh gosh i don't remember the other one lincoln douglas public forum i don't know it doesn't matter the other one was, like, I think it was, like, two people, but, like, it was the same topic all around the year. So you would just, but it was a current topic, so it would constantly, like, be updated. So you need to keep updating, like, your thing and, like, information. And, like, Lincoln Douglas was just a one person versus another person debate. Public forum changed every month, and it was a two-person debate. So uh, teams of two, I mean. And we didn't really know what we were doing, if to be honest. In the first round we ever freaking did, the judge got so mad at me and my partner. I was like, Queen, I don't know what I'm doing. Why are you yelling at me right now? Like, I'm about, I'm, a, I'm really about to cry. And <laughs> it was horrible. Because she was like, okay, so I, so she didn't even like, so normally they don't really, like, say who wins the debate. They just, like, or they don't really elaborate too much from, like, when, when I did it again in high school. But, like, I only did ever one extra tournament in high school. And I, I cried at that tournament because it was so scary. Because I want people to understand, when you're in debate, you have to be so cutthroat and have absolutely zero emotion. Because these people just go for you. They go at you so hard. Like, I'll be like, they'll be like, um, 
So according to this source, it contradicts your information. So do you have another source that can back this up? Or they'll like be like, they'll say like, they'll be like, so you said this and like, could you please like cite the source or could you tell me where you got it? They'll be like, uh, yeah, it was from like such and such from such and such. It states, and then they cut you off and they're like, okay, thank you so much. I'm like, can you let me get in a question? A lot of the time they just keep asking questions. I'm like, we don't. Let me, let me talk. Let me talk. But in seventh grade, like, my first round ever, she, like, the lady's just like, okay, so I'm gonna give it to this team. Not our, not my team. To this team. Because they were far more professional, and they didn't talk over people, and they, they, it, like, but she's like, let me make it clear, though. Both of you did not do well, though. I was like, we're literally novice. We are literally novice. This is the first tournament of the season, and we are novice. So you need to understand, Miss Ma'am, that we will not know what we're doing. Okay? Like, I don't know what a cross-examination is. Like, I all I know is you ask questions, but I don't know what questions to ask. And then I remember in that same tournament, like, in the third round, you would do four rounds. In the third round... This guy would not let me talk. He would not let me talk at all. And I remember, this is absolutely ridiculous. He's going to freaking lose because he is he's talking over me. And that's not professional. He is, it's just, it's not going to happen. It's not going to work. He's going to lose. He's going to lose because he's talking over me. And he's like, they won. They freaking won because I kept talking about butterflies. And I was like, okay, Why? Why? What? None of this makes sense. Everybody's just cutthroat. Everybody hates each other. Anyways, so I hate debate. <laughs> I really hate it a lot. So debate is, like, not counted in this purely out of, like, spite as well. Like, not purely out of spite, but partially out of spite because that was absolutely ridiculous. I hate debate. And then when I did in high school, I cried at the tournament. My... She was my friend, like, she was a good friend, and she was my partner in public forum, and she looks at me as I'm crying and saying, I want to go home. I'm I'm a junior at this point. I'm 17 years old, and I'm crying. I'm like, I'm going to call my mom and tell her to come get me, and it was absolutely horrible. Looking back at it, I was so freaking stupid, but I'm literally crying in the hallway, and she's like, listen up. We, no, you can't go home. You just need to make it through three more rounds. You did just fine. People are going to act like that. I'm going to, this is what we're going to do. We're going to swap sides. We're going to, I'm going to be the first speaker and you'll be second speaker. It'll be totally fine. Just look for the cards. It's going to be okay. And I'm like, I, I can't do it. I can't. And she's like, okay, I'm going to need you to put on your big boy pants. Okay. Because chin up princess or the tiara slips. And then I think in that moment is when I really snapped. And I was like, dang. Okay, I'll pull it together. Thank you. And I love that phrase, though. Tune up, princesses, tiara slips. It's so funny to me. But yeah, that's how it literally felt. I was like, I hate it here. So debate can go choke and die in a hole. But it's not a part of the fine arts, so we're not going to divulge any more any words I'm into it today. So we're going to talk about now band. So specifically marching man to begin, which I would like to say as a sport, we do just as much work as the freaking football team at my at my high school. We did so much work. We got up earlier. We'd put in more hours. We put in so much time. Like they don't understand how much time we're putting into this crap. Like we have a literal class for it. And then we also go and we have five hours a week. On top of that, we have so many other things. Like I would have a class at night my senior year. 
when I had marching band. That morning, that Wednesday morning. I freaking hated it. I hated the morning. We had to be there at 6.45. Because we had to, we had to practice for an hour. And then, and then classes start at 8.05. So you had 20 minutes, but we didn't even get 20 minutes because he would go all the way up until like 8.50, 8.55. I'm like, sir, you need to let us go because we're going to be late to our freaking classes and I need to go talk to my teacher before class. Thank you. But anyways, so that's skipping a little bit ahead. So in the beginning, so I didn't marching band because my sister did it all the way through high school. So I was like, okay, I guess I can do it, period. Plus, every four years they do a marching band trip. And they did the trip when I was an incoming freshman. So that means they were going to do the trip as I was a senior, as I was leaving. And then Miss Rona hint. And then I never got my marching band trip. I didn't get to go on a... I'm, Thinking about it right now, it hurts. Part of my, my part of my soul just died, like physically felt it just shrivel up and die a little bit. Because we were gonna go, we were gonna go to the beach each. Let's go get away on the very first day. We were gonna go and we were gonna walk down like the Hollywood like Walk of Fame with like the stars and stuff. We were gonna go there at one day. We were gonna go to a Dodgers game. We were gonna go to Beverly Hills. We were gonna do all the stuff. We were gonna go to. Disneyland, and we were going to record something at Disneyland, and then they were going to animate it on the spot for us. We were going to have a whole day in Disneyland. And then here we are, sitting in my room, doing scale tests. I hated it so much. I hate it so much thinking about it right now. But anyways, so that's like the whole reason I did BAM, was for the social aspect and the fact that I was going to have my four-year band trip and then that all just that all just went to crap anyways so i started off marching band that was the very first glimpse of band that i got so you had new mem so i okay so the summer going into my freshman year i did driver's ed like it was terrible um so the very first week like after school got out i think I, no i might have had an extra week in between and then after the week after driver's ed we had summer school, and summer school would last for, like, four weeks. And that very last week, I also had marching band in the freaking afternoon. So I would go to my PE class, my summer PE class in the morning, and then I would go to lunch over at the freaking subway across the way, and then I would go back just to go outside in the freaking blazing sun for marching band for new member camp being like i don't understand how to march i literally had no clue how to march now i'm like it's so freaking easy like it's not hard at all but like in the moment i hated it so much like when i went home one day i go and we're sitting at dinner it's me my older sister who did band and my mom and we're eating dinner and i'm like i want to quit band i'm not doing band if you ever were in marching band and you didn't have one of those moments get a life you can peak other than bands. Like, do other things in life. Okay, thank you. So, I told her, I was like, I don't want to go back. I can't go back. Mentally, I can't do it. And I started, like, crying. And then my mom was like, oh my gosh. Just calm down. It's okay. It's okay. And then my sister snaps at me. It's the same way my friend snapped at me for debate. She was like, okay, listen up here. You're not going to quit. Because... Do look at the seniors. Are the seniors are they in absolute agony? And I'm like, 
no, I, they don't, I don't know. And they're like, she's like, no, they're not. So you're going to keep going. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm so glad I did because that was like where I made like all my friends. And I made so many great friends that I still keep in contact with through marching band and stuff. And it was just, it was absolutely great. I freaking hated summer band camp, the mini camps. The first year I hated memorization. I like couldn't memorize my music. It freaking sucked. But I eventually did memorize it. And like I did figure it out and it was great. And I met one of my like best friends like from the beginning. It was just like me and her were the only two new freshmen. I love her. She's absolutely amazing. If you ever hear this, I love you, Queen. I hope you're doing amazing. And she was just, it was so fun. It was great. Um, but yeah. So that was, like, kind of my experience with, like, marching band. But then we have band, okay? So band freaking sucks. I hate band. I hate concert band. I hate symphonic band. It was absolutely horrible because you would make us play scale tests. Now, in concert band, they were pretty chill. We had, like, only, the maximum we ever had was two sharps and or two flats. So... That was, like, fine. It was pretty chill. It was very easy. And then we get into Symphonic Band, which is the junior-senior band. And we had, like, five sharps. And I was like, what is going on here? Or we had, like, five flats. I was like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? What are we doing here? Why are we doing this? It was so freaking unbelievable. I hated it so freaking much. It really sucked. But that was, like, and, like, in concert band, all the music was super easy, and it was, like, so much fun and super chill. Like, it was music that we knew. Like, it was awesome. And then junior, senior year, it was, like, all these random composers that we didn't know, and I just didn't care. And then the band tryhards were, like, oh my gosh, it's Gershwin. I was, like, who is Gershwin? Like, I don't care. I just don't. <laughs> like, I hated it so much. But we did play some, like, things from, like, Hamilton, like, we did a Hamilton medley. That was fun. But I've never seen Hamilton, so no one come for me. If anybody comes for me about it, I literally, I won't care. I'm just going to delete any messages you send me saying, like, me, 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 Hamilton. Like, I don't care. I'll watch it at some point, but I haven't watched it, like, yet. So just deal with it. It's fine. And then we, like, played a medley from, like, The Producers, which is another musical. And that was, like, actually fun. Um, yeah, that was about it. We played a lot of marches. Not really the vibes. But, like, also, band was, like, really fun. Like, for the end of the year, we would watch, like... Oh, my gosh. I have a great story for band. So, we had Chromebooks issued to us through the school so that we could, like, typity-type up our assignments. And so, our band teacher, he hated Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Like, vehemently. Like, he hated it. Like, if we could watch literally anything else, he would. Like, he would much rather watch literally anything. And so what happened is, so the end of the year, we did hold, we held a vote. And we were like, we want to watch Shark Boy and Lava Girl for whatever it was. For, like, the, like, last, like, day of, like, band or whatever. And our periods are only 50 minutes, so we couldn't watch the whole thing. But we started watching it. And he leans over to my friend, who is the one that helps me through debate. Uh, is like, hey, hey, can I borrow your Chromebook really quick? And we're like, I think we're juniors. We might have been seniors at this point. It might have been senior year, fall semester. I don't remember. But she's like, oh, yeah, sure. And then so she gives it. 
to him. And then, so we find out later, she had no idea what he was doing, but he opened up a Google Doc, and he just went, and he made a bulleted list of every single freaking comment and complaint he had about Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I wish I could find it. I don't think she has any more. I should check my previous, like, Google Classroom things, but I don't think I can because my, like, account, my school account, like, got discontinued or whatever. I might email him and be like, do you still have this file somewhere in, like, your old Google Classrooms? Because it was the funniest thing, because then he posted it on the Google Classroom, but because he had to use my friend's account, like, it was posted under her name, and so she, he commented, and he's like, here are my comments and critiques of the horrendous movie that is Shark Boy and Lava Girl. And then she comments later under it. She's like, let me, let it be clear that this was not made by me. I have no affiliation with this. I think it is a wonderful movie. It was absolutely hilarious. I loved Band. If you don't do Band, like, when you get to high school, like, your life is going to suck. It's already sucks. And you should do Band. Because Band is just so much fun. Like, it has, like, it's like a vibe like no other. And do Marching Band, too. Marching Band, again, is a vibe like no other. Like, we were good, and we, like, but we didn't, like, try super, super hard. So, like, I love the bus rides. I loved going to the competitions. Like, end of the year, senior year, when, like, my band teacher, he sent an email, and it was just to us seniors. And he was, like, he, it was, like, a three-minute long video, and he was just, like, praising us. It was, like, I hope you have a great life. You guys are doing amazing things. Thank you so much for the past four years. And he, like, ended it off, and he was, like, starting to, like, almost tear up. And he was like, yeah, there's not going to be a class quite like yours. It it was just absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, class of 2020. See ya. And then he just ended the video, and he was, I cried. I bawled. I was crying in the club at that video. I love that man. He was amazing. And he's taught, he taught me so many amazing things about music and such a great appreciation for music. It, w- it was great to, like, do that. Even though sometimes it felt like a little bit much, I think he just, he had the right passion for it. And he's such an amazing band teacher. So I'm really, like, I if I miss anything about high school, I do miss, like, band and marching band and, like, all the fun things we did. And just, like, all my friends from that. So, like, the fine arts in for band... 10 out of 10, highly recommend. Now, let's jump into the other fine arts I did, aka Oral and Terp. So Oral and Terp, as I said, okay, so I'm going to give like a rundown of what it is because I didn't put it in my little like the notes on my script, but I need to do that because some people probably don't know. So Oral and Terp is essentially acting and there's different categories. We'll get into the categories. But in the categories, so you have no props, it's just you. You would wear, like, a suit. So girls would usually wear, like, a suit jacket, like, some undershirt. Usually, like, it wasn't... It could be, like, any color, genuinely, actually. And then they would wear, like, usually a pencil skirt or, like... Some would wear pants, but most people would wear... Like, most girls would wear a pencil skirt. And then guys would wear, like, the full suit, undershirt, tie, and, like, dress pants. Like, the whole shebang. Um... I like just say, like, the thing about, like, the different things that we wore just to give you, like, an idea of what we wore. And usually suits would have to be, like, black. Some people got away with, like, having, like, a dark green, but that was because they were, like, varsity seniors and they, like, knew what they were doing and they were, like, a duo, so they, like, matched. So it wasn't, like, extra, extra. Like, it was, like, together and it was cool. But anyways, 
So you would, at the beginning of the year, of the school year, it was like mid-August, is when we would like start school. The first tournament would be end of September, beginning of October. I can never go to the first tournament because I'm marching man. But anyways, that's the point. So you would have these like two months, two and a half months, to find a script. A script is just like, like anything. It literally could be a book. It literally could be whatever. And you would just trim it down so that depending on the category, most of them were you had to be up, you had to be maximum of 10 minutes and you had a 30 second grace period. So usually you would shoot for like the nine, nine and a half, 10 minute mark. Really didn't want to go over because then like sometimes you would go over, over and that would be too much. Sometimes people will cut you off at the 10 minutes and 30 second mark. They would just like make you end. But yeah. So you would go to your rounds and stuff. We had tournaments and everything. It was great. So the categories, like I said, were dramatic, humorous, uh, non-original oratory, original oratory, reader's theater, duo, and program oral interp or poi and poetry. So you have first season and second season. First season was first semester. Second season was second semester, pretty much. But like the marking of like the differences was in first season you had to hold like your script you had to have the pieces of paper in front of you so basically what we would do is we would like cut the pieces of paper and then we put them on black pieces of paper so that like you couldn't see anything it was just very uniform it didn't draw the eye and you wouldn't really ruffle them or whatever you couldn't use them as props but you always had to hold them like 100 percent of the time and uh what is it then second season, you had to have it memorized, and that was really important. And in second season, they also dropped a couple categories, like non-original oratory and poetry. Poetry was just like, it would just be like, you would read a poem, pretty much, and it would have to be around five minutes long with the 30-second grace period. It was just one person for poetry. And then non-original oratory and original oratory, I'm grouping these together, even though original oratory is like, it's like, non-original oratory is not in second season, so it doesn't matter. But, so basically, oratory is just, you give a speech. It's just you, you aren't playing a character. Like, in poetry, usually you would, like, have a character, kind of. Sometimes you wouldn't, you would just be telling the poem. But it would have a lot of emotion to it, because it's a poem. But oratory was you giving a speech, and it would be a persuasive speech. So, original oratory, you wrote the speech yourself. Non-original, you didn't write it. Normally, non-original oratory would just be, like, you found a TED Talk, or you found somebody's, like, previous original oratory from, like, previous years, and you used that as, like, your, like, non-original oratory. And then, so you had dramatic and humorous oral interp, self-explanatory drama, humor, um... But it was only one person for that. And then you had program oral interp, which is you would take several like poems or several pieces and you would piece them all together uh, for both drama, humor. Oh, I forget. There's another category called storytelling. We'll get to that later. For drama, humor and program oral interp, it's only one person, 10 minute time period, 30 second grace period. Um, program oral interp. So basically it was really cool. Uh you would so you'd have your different pieces on like and they'd ha each have their own page so every time you turn and you'd have like a little binder book it was cool every time someone would turn the page you would like change it to a different character it was so cool i wish i could like show videos or send videos but like literally just look up like orland terp uh nationals 
program oral interp like it literally it's so cool you guys won't regret watching it like i said it's only 10 minutes so like it you'll you'll love it it's cool so poi was really cool i never did poi um and then readers theater you would have three to like seven people we would always have one like per like our team sometimes we'd have two and that was only first season uh and it was just like all five people just did something it was like it was it had like a theme to it or whatever uh yeah and that one had to be i think five minutes long with a 30 second grace period and then you had storytelling which was literally the storytelling was only first season and that one had a theme sometimes it would be like like greek mythology or superheroes or horror stories and you would literally just do storytelling however storytelling was very interesting because it was just one person five minutes 30 second grace period but you get a chair and you could use that chair all you want. You could sit in it. You could stand on it. You could use it as a prop. You could make someone believe that it turned into a hat. So you could do whatever you want. Um, but yeah. And then you had Duo. Which Duo just like basically was self-explanatory. It's two people. Um, and it was 10 minutes, 30 second grace period. But Duo could be humorous. It could be dramatic. It could be whatever you want it to be. It was just depending on the script. Um, I did Duo and I did Drama... And that was pretty much it. That's all I did. My duo, I, okay, so the way that everything is structured is so you have your script and everything for like every single thing. But then, except for storytelling, I think you didn't have to do this. So you'd have your script and you're supposed to do an intro where you would break your character, you would look directly into the audience, put your script to your side, your hands to your side, and you would just do a little intro. I remember my, uh, I remember for my drama my freshman year, I, I quoted Queen Latifah, and I remember some people giggling. In my head, I always thought, why were people giggling? Now I know why people kind of were giggling. Um, but for my duo, I almost I almost remember the entire thing. It was like, when you're young... Okay, so it was called... Oh, I'll figure it out. Oh my god. Okay, so basically, here's how it went. When you're younger, all you want to do is grow up. Whether that's swimming in the deep end, driving a car, or falling in love, Boy Meets Girl by Sam Carlson. So that's how it would go. It was so cool. So basically, for duos, what we would do is, like, we would, like, alternate and stuff. So it would be like, when you're younger, all you want to do is grow up. And then my friend would go, whether that's swimming in the deep end or driving a... And then I would say, driving a car. And then we would say together, or falling in love. And then I'd say, and then we'd say together, Boy Meets Girl by Sam Carlson. It was so good. It was so good. It was so good. It was so good. I really loved it. Our duo, we like did amazing in duo. Like we would get like third and second. We never got first because here is the tea, people. Here is the tea about Oral and Terp. So you, so there's novice and varsity. Novice is just you like haven't completed like enough like competitions to be put into varsity. So anybody could be in varsity, but not everybody could be a novice. Novice just for like you had to be like new, like you couldn't like be experienced. But here's the thing: here's the tea. So for duo, since it's two people, if you had one person that was a novice and one person that was varsity, you could put them in either varsity or novice, and that's what freaking happened to us. It was so annoying. There was this duo of this girl and this boy, and this boy was novice. He was like a freshman, 
And then this girl was a sophomore or junior. She was like a grade or two above us. And she was a varsity. She won, I think, at nationals maybe for like humor or something. She went to nationals for like humor and their duo was humorous. And it was absolutely ridiculous. I, they would always beat us. I was like, how do you feel? How do you feel having the lake up like this? Like, how do you feel? Um, but yeah, anyway, so that's the tea about that. So my duo my freshman year, like I said, was Boy Meets Girl. It was basically, like, these, like, two little, like, fifth, like, not fifth graders, these, like, seven-year-olds. They went through, like, a whole relationship in, like, the span of, like, three days. It was so funny. I, I think I still have the scripts. I'll have to, like, oh my gosh, everybody, if anybody ever wants to hear my duo, please let me know, because I absolutely loved it. It was great. And, like, we would do little kid voices, so I'd be, like... Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, a line. Well, why would anybody want your cookies? It was a very dirty joke. Uh, yeah. It was, like, really weird. <laughs> Anyways, there were a lot of, like, adult jokes in that that I was like, okay, I can't believe we're really getting away with this right now. Uh, but anyways. So that was really good. My drama, oh my gosh, my drama. So my drama actually did numbers. It did good. My freshman year as a novice... I got, like, I think, what did we do? My drama was, I think, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was about this guy. He's, like, telling a story about, like, and he has, like, a sobriety coin. And he tells a story about how he gets into a car accident and he kills his son in the car accident. And it's, like, my mom, she said every time she would, like, sit in and watch, because you could have your parents come in and they can sit in and watch and stuff, but... Everybody has to be quiet during the 10 minutes. She said she would cry every time. And it was just, like, obviously that's my mom, like, saying that. But, like, I, like, I got, like, so normally it was the top five or six people that went to finals. I would be, like, seventh, eighth. So I was always on the border. I don't think I ever made it into finals. But, like, I did really good with it. And that went off. That was really good. My, like drama with like the sobriety and stuff in that one that was when i quoted queen latifah in my intro i feel like looking back on it that was probably not what i should have done but that is okay uh so yeah and then luckily so as like freshmen we don't really get invited to go to second season tournaments because second season is only varsity and they what is it it's a lot more difficult especially if you're a novice you don't know all the little tips and tricks and stuff and a lot of the time, these tournaments are so small that, like, people from our own team would be going against, like, our own team as well. And that happened a couple times. We had, like, this varsity duo that was a junior and a senior going up against our freshman selves. And we are like, ah! It was so... But theirs was so good. I'd talk about it, but I don't want to, like, dox or anything because you could probably find it because I think they made it to nationals. Um, I will say it was, like, the pecking order or something. I don't know. But yeah, anyways... Uh, but my speech team, my, uh, Orland Terp coach, she said, why don't you come to second season tournaments? It was me and then these two other girls, and we formed this alliance called Big Games. We had a handshake and everything. It was great. Oh my gosh. We all slowly kind of fell out of it, but like, it was great my freshman year. And then sophomore year, Sophomore year, I did a duo with that same girl. Like, we've been friends, like, since, like, way, like, before, like, elementary school, even. And we did one 
it was really weird. We never did good with it because it was low. It was kind of just the piece that we had. It wasn't really good. Uh, it was about this guy was giving like us like a testimony at like a funeral, and it was like flashing back and forth between like past and present. It was about his like dead sister and stuff. So it was kind of weird. It was good, but it was like a lot. <laughs> Um, and I don't think it really, like, hit us home, like, the boy meets girl and stuff. Because a lot of people would, like, laugh at the boy meets girl thing. Uh, but, like, this one was kind of, like, it was kind of funny, but it kind of wasn't. So, you're like, oh, okay. Like, I don't even remember that one, because, like, we gave up on it, like, after first season. It was, it was bad. Um, and then I did for my drama that year. That was actually really big tea. Because I didn't even realize what I was doing. And I didn't even realize that I was gay at the time. But I did... Uh, my drama was called The F Word. It wasn't, like, the one word. It was the, like, gay slur. And I actually said it, like, in the piece. I am like... I remember my Orland Terp coach said, I think this is a great piece for you. I think this resonates well with you. She freaking knew. She knew before I did. Excuse you, miss, but don't, don't help me out like that. But I was like, T. So then we would have, oh my god, this is where the big T happened. So I, with that one, I actually did super good too. Like my dramas, I actually did good. I would get like 7th, 8th, ninth. I would get in like almost to the, t like the finals, but like not quite to the finals every time. And we'll get into why maybe that didn't work out. But basically, so we would have this showcase night at the end of the, of like first semester and oh my freaking gosh so like you would have your rooms that you would like go to like there would be specific people in like rooms because there's only like six people performing in like each thing and like in each room normally so that's what we did is we just like throughout like the different wings of the school you would have like your room that you would go to with like four to five other people there and it would be completely packed with like the students and it'd be packed with the parents and stuff and, like, even the principal and the vice principal would come. And, oh, my gosh. So, the vice principal at the time, who's now my current principal, she was absolutely, like, amazing. I stand her. I love her. And she was kind of, like, a hard, like, nose. Like, she, like, she didn't mess around. But, so, I... This was so scary. Um, actually, wait, no, I think she might have been principal at the time. Because I think the current vice principal also was in the room. So, I... So the piece ends, and nobody, you're not supposed to enter a room when a piece is going on. You listen, and you wait until the applause, and then you go in. So then we hear the applause, I realize I'm up next, and then the door opens to reveal the principal come walking in, and I have to give my piece next. I was like, are you kidding me? Where I say the freaking F star. I was like, this ain't it. This ain't it. And then, so I get up. And I, I get up, I go do my piece, and I absolutely blow everybody away when I say it the first time. Everybody's just staring. All eyes are on me. Like, literally, like, all eyes on me, the center of the ring, just like a circus, you know? Exactly like it. It was absolutely freaking, like, it was so scary. Like, drama is, like, I would like to say is, like, the scariest one. 
Because, so, in duo, you, like, work off each other's energy. Like, if the crowd isn't, like, vibing with it, you still have each other and you just keep going off of it. Like, you don't want to lose that energy and you just keep going with each other. Especially when it's a funny one. Like, you're able to bounce off the audience and, like, each other. It works out really well. Also, I forgot to say, when it's multiple people, you're not allowed to make eye contact and you're not allowed to touch each other. That's really important. But anyways, so, and then with humor, like, people are going to be laughing. Like, it's supposed to be funny, so people are going to be laughing. So you're able to bounce your energy off of the audience, and, like, you're able to, like, kind of, like, get it reciprocated, and it, like, helps you, like, keep going for, like, all 10 of those minutes. Because the hard part of those 10 minutes is, like, okay, great, I've hit five minutes, great, I've hit six minutes, seven minutes, eight minutes. But once you hit that eight-minute mark, your energy kind of starts to go down, and it's really hard to, like, not lose energy because you have to remain constant and even bump it up all the way up until the very very end but with drama there's no laughter it's just you it's really hard like you have to like go for it and i think that's what was like kind of difficult about it and that's why it was so scary because this room is packed with students with parents with now the principal as well like my parents are in there too and they're watching and I like say it the first time and every it, the room is silent because I say it and then I pause for like a solid three seconds like in the piece and everyone is just all eyes on me they're staring some are shocked and everybody's just watching and then I continue on down and I keep going with it with the piece and I finish and everybody just claps it was great and then I find out that the principal said, I don't remember if it was to my parents or if it was to my uh, Orland Terp coach. My principal said, I was absolutely amazed by Seth's performance. I think at first I was worried by the title of the piece, but he did it so well and so respectfully and it was absolutely amazing. And to this day, I'm so proud of myself for, like, that performance and that showcase. It was just absolutely great to have that, to be able to, like, you know, to have, like, to be appreciated like that from somebody who didn't have to say that. Like, she didn't have to go out of her way to, like, say that to somebody, but she did. It was so nice. But sophomore year, my second year of it, second season... Uh, so, like, everybody, like, so a lot of people, like, were making it into finals. My, our duo wasn't making it into finals. My drama wasn't, like, doing, like, it wasn't getting into finals. I was doing good. Our duo wasn't really doing good, period. So, in the second season, we dropped the duo because our coach wanted to drop it. I was like, oh, maybe I should get, like, a second category then. Because normally people in second season have two categories. So, what you would do is you'd go to whichever one, like, you were first up on for, like, your, like, category, so say you were, like, the first to go for your drama, and you're the fourth to go in your humor, you'd go to your drama room, and you'd go, and you'd be the first one, and you'd be like, okay, so you go, and then you say, I'm really sorry, but I'm double-entered, so I need to leave, and they're like, okay, thank you, and then you leave, and you go to your new room, and then, like, you finish out in that room, but yeah, so a lot of people usually would be double-entered, um, I was, like, I was double-entered with my duo and my drama and that was really hard because we'd always have to coordinate like what we would do like would we go and do the duo first would i go do my drama then we do the duo and then my friend goes and does her humor like what do we like how do we coordinate it so like doing that was like really hard doing a duo being double entered in different categories is really hard to do um but yeah so i was like maybe i should pick up another one but i kind of want to focus on the drama right now 
And I would want help. Like, I wanted to get help. But there's, like, only three. So we have the main coach and then two, like, other coaches. And, like, the two other coaches would always help all the people that are already making it into finals. And then the main coach would, like, divvy it up. Like, she chose who went with who. So then I ended up just working with, like, this other girl, like, all the time. And, like, none of us, like, we wouldn't, like, see any progress and stuff. And I personally didn't really like her. She seemed really conceited and really pretentious. Uh, But that's a story for another time. And I was just really frustrated. I was like, why am I not getting attention? So basically what happened is Orland just turned into this toxicity and, like, growing, like, feral environment. Where if you were in finals, you were losing and you were failing and you're doing terrible. Like, and then all the people that were making it into finals became super close. And I was not making it into finals, so I wasn't one of the prize show dogs. So my interp coach didn't really want to coach me. Like, she didn't, she just didn't care about me. Especially now that I didn't have the duo and I wasn't do we weren't doing well with it. She just didn't care. I was like, okay, well, whatever. So. I, like, essentially quit. I stopped going. And then junior year, I was going to do it. And then I quit. Even though I bought a t-shirt. I have the t-shirt here. Uh, didn't buy it, though. But, yeah. Anyways. So, it was a really cool shirt. So, I'm glad I have it now. But, anyways. So, it was just a terrible environment that I ended up just quitting it. And it was just... It was kind of sad. I was, like... I, I was friends with all of you once, and now, like, all of you, like, don't really, like, talk with me and everything. And it was, it was sad. It was really sad. But I still love a lot of them, and I still, like, clicked with a lot of them, like, outside of it. And I attribute a lot of my speaking skills to Oral Interp. Because, again, I'm going up, and I'm standing there, like, doing my drama. The drama was what really, like, was the scariest thing. Because, again, you are just putting all of yourself into it and hoping that, it reciprocates well, you know, like it's received well. And I think having that fear, that anxiety pushing me to do this, like really helped with that. So again, I really attribute a lot of my speaking skills, a lot of my confidence that I grew in high school to Oral and Terp. It just really like helped me become like the person I am today. So even though I never went to qualifiers and never qualified for nationals and I quit halfway through my high school career, even before halfway through, honestly. And I wasn't always, like, doing finals. I think I did absolutely freaking amazing. And it was a great experience, nonetheless, even though, like, it grew into this toxic environment from her, from, like, my, like, Oral and Terp coach. But yeah, if anybody ever wants, like, watch, like, an Oral and Terp video, I have one that we can, like, watch, like, an original oratory one. But I don't want to, like, dox myself. So, like, we could watch it maybe sometime. Just, like, DM me, and then, like, maybe I'll, like, show it to you. But other ones, I, like, I will send, I'll send videos, maybe, if people want them, just ask for them. They're really, it's really cool, so I highly recommend, like, watching, like, some of them. Like, just Google on YouTube, like, Nationals, and then, like, such and such, Oral Interpret, or whatever. But, yeah. It was really nice, too, like, at my school, like, it was super supportive because we did well at Nationals. Like, we were well-known. So, we got a lot of funding. A lot of the parents were, like, quite rich in the, like... Oral Interp team, so we had a lot of funding from them. It was really good. So again, I even though it turned into this kind of like bad experience, overall I really loved it. So like the fine arts just were something amazing at my school. And like even though I didn't do freaking sports, like they were absolutely amazing. I loved Oral Interp. I kinda wish I did finish out and like I kept doing it, but it was just really hard socially. 
to not be accepted like in that group and not be a part of that group as much as I used to be kind of be like outcasted and stuff it just like it became a whole thing that I just really couldn't like handle mentally so maybe it was good I didn't do it but also I wish like I could have went further and like maybe even went to nationals and all that stuff and could have tried harder but yeah so that was kind of a lot but now for something that is just as fine as all those arts I have two newest love languages of the week the first is Pom Pom by Lily Pichu and the second is the summertime cover by Natsumi and Lily Pichu so Lily just came out with Pom Pom like a few days ago maybe like Less than a week ago, for sure. And it is my favorite song from her. It is definitely, like, it has a close second of Cup of Coffee. That one's really good. But for both Cup of Coffee and Pom Pom, I'm so excited to learn both on the piano. They're so fun. They're so, like, vibey. And I'm just so excited to continue listening to Pom Pom. It's really upbeat. Uh, she collabed with video game remixes for it as well. And I think that those elements from video game remixes are really like shining through and I think that's what really brings it all together and then for the summertime cover it was so unexpected from Wendy aka Natsubi like she had only announced it the day prior to the upload or like two days before nonetheless the cover was so fun and upbeat like I was listening to it while I was typing up the script and I love both their voices since they have such different tones but they blend so beautifully and they both just can hit different pitches and just like again they blend like perfectly so it is definitely going on repeat for sure. I highly recommend listening to both Pom Pom and Summertime Cover. Absolutely freaking amazing. Wow. That was a lot. But wait. Oh my gosh. Okay, I need to end the episode. Thank you so much for listening to my random rants and thoughts. But stay tuned for the next episode next Wednesday. Again, I'm starting to upload on Wednesdays instead of Saturdays anymore. It just works better for me. So keep an eye out for those. Still will be anywhere that you listen to your podcast. Let me know what you think I'm going to be talking about and any guesses of whether I'll be flying solo or with someone and who it might be. And one extra announcement for this week at This Week Only. I'm going to be playing through the Five Nights at Freddy's games, one through four plus sister location plus custom night to completion with my IRL friend on Saturday, May 29th at around 7 p.m. CST. I might start a little bit earlier, so make sure you have notifications on. Um, I will be doing that over at my Twitch channel, which is OOSeth02. Again, that is O-W-O-S-E-T-H-0-2. I would really appreciate if you guys could make it there, since I'm so excited for how jam-packed the stream is going to be. It is going to be an all-nighter. Me and my friend are super, super, duper excited. She is super supportive of Twitch and everything I'm doing, so you won't regret coming to it. So make sure, again, that you follow me at Twitch and you are there. And again, make sure you follow me on all my social medias at OSS02 on Twitch, Twitter, and TikTok. Like I said before, there will be a new episode on Wednesday next week, so make sure to keep a lookout for that. Anyways, sorry. I'm rambling. 